think you're ready. You sure you're ready? <laughs> you ready, Dave? I am ready. Well, then do this thing. Let's do it. All right. This is Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition, and I'm your host, Dave. I am Cedius. I think we're on episode 17. I I looked it up earlier, but, you know, I, I can't <laughs> sure I He said this joke wasn't funny the first time around. <laughs> well, I'm saying we're on episode 17, and, and I'm pretty sure. That, is that what I said earlier? I think that's what I said earlier. That is what you said okay. earlier. Well, and he thought this was, was a non-funny bit it's a, it's when a, I brought up that we should do it. It's a prime number of some kind. Well, I maybe mean, I changed yeah. my mind. <laughs> prime number. Yeah. He was just trying to steal the shtick. I think yeah. that's what it was. I can't let you have all the jokes. I've been playing the straight man for the last how many episodes now? <laughs> I'm not sure anymore. Anyway, at least we're amusing Kelvin over here, who was oh. our guest tonight. Uh, say hey. hello. Hey, everyone. I'm Kelvin. I'm here. Yeah, so uh, Dave's going to pick one of the two scotches sitting in front of us and get the pours going. And But first, I will introduce them. Oh, all right. We will be drinking the Kilcho Man, which is probably not how it's, it's pronounced. Pro- it's probably Kilcoman knowing, knowing Scotland. but most, most likely. This is the summer 2010 release, and I don't see an actual age statement on the bottle, but we'll look on the box. When now, considering when the, the distillery opened for that, I'm going to assume that's probably a five-year. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's new. That is a very new distillery. They opened in 2004, I want to say. Okay. And wow. so okay. 2010 um, would really be, but it, it's a five or a six year. Is so there, it's, it's going to be There is such a thing as fresh scotch. <laughs> well, <laughs> and technically you can sell a scotch at three years. So okay. this, this I'm, I'm assuming is going to be a little deeper uh, in, in the wood than that, but yeah, not yeah. by too much. So, And then we have the Glengarry. Uh, 12 year, the Highland single malt scotch, and uh, you will never be able to find it by by the, by the pronunciation of its name. So look for its spelling on our website. Yeah, it's pronounced Glengarry, and it looks like Glen Garrick. Garriok. Garriok. Glengarryok. So yeah, yeah it, it's certainly it's silly. Awesome. But anyway, we've been talking long enough. We'll let Kelvin say who he is. Beautiful color, though. Ah, uh, my name's Kelvin Hatley. I am a. Uh, I've done acting and some stuff. Uh, I've done some improv, uh, improv comedy. I, uh, I was in the Fringe Festival uh, this past August uh, in two shows. One uh, was called To Mars with Tesla, or the, in, or the Interplanetary Machinations of Evil Thomas Edison, uh, which was a silent comedy about the rivalry between uh, Thomas Edison and Nikola Tesla. And that was very successful. And I was also in a one-man show of my of my own uh, writing called uh, "The Press Conference at the End of the World," and uh, both of those shows went over very, very well. And I was very, very happy with them. Yeah, I, I got to see a press conference. I, oh, cool. I, I, I enjoyed it very much. In fact, I've seen you've done what solo shows the last three years, right? You did. Yeah, yeah. You did Death, and then last year was. Yeah, uh, 2010 was Kitties. <laughs> Kitties are mad. Sorry, I, I got a new kitten, and they're still getting to know each other, and, yeah. which includes territorial squabbles. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 2010 was Death Perception. Uh, 2011 was uh, Someone is Wrong on the Internet, ah, yes. which also went over very well. And uh, Kitties not need be angry. But no one's paying attention to us right now. Yeah, they're yeah. all paying attention to this podcast. I, 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 I'm, I'm, <laughs> Jan's are loud enough you can hear the hissing, but but I assure you, uh, yeah. the, 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 the the staring and hissing is uh, yeah. more entertaining than just listening to the hissing. The Himalayan is enjoying just laying there in the 
the uh, other other one ran away. Yeah, the other one ran away. So yeah, Tabby's gone. I'm, I'm liking the smell of this. It's, I know. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm getting it just from. Yeah, I'm, I'm like two feet away. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, this this is this is good. We're gonna we're gonna get into this. Oh, we'll, wow. we'll talk more to Calvin in a minute here. But sure. This 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 nosing is just getting in the way here. Yeah. No, it's a it's a beautiful peaty smell. Yeah, man. And it doesn't. I, I always. I don't know. This is probably stupid, but I always think of peaty scotches as being sort of darker in color. This, yeah, this is a is really light colored scotch. Really light color. They, they did not add really no. any caramel color. I, I, I'm, I'm going to have to assume that this is basically pure out of the wood with, with you know whatever water. Yeah, it. It, yeah, if you're just looking at it, it looks kind of like... Uh, it's a very pale yeah, pale yellow. Very, very pale. Like really cheap white wine or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does kind of have a Zinfandel color to it. Yeah. It smells great, though. Lots oh, yeah. I could... strong, strong peatness to it. No underlying pear, maybe? Okay. Yeah, maybe. Some sort of fruit. Yeah, definitely. It's a a very, yeah, like... So this is the second, the second shtick of tedious uh, of mine that tedious has stolen tonight. He's, <laughs> he's, he's he's pushed ahead the pacing. So Aha! I I don't know what's with me tonight. Maybe maybe it's the fact that I was home all day today and I was oh, at yeah. work and and was cleaning and so I really need to get some something out there and yeah. I, I I don't know. I think I've I've been in horrendous uh, traffic on six ninety four, so I kind of. I'm just kind of in the mood for alcohol, I suppose. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> After that, I, I, usually I, I'm in charge of pacing. I, I think, yeah. I'm the one who's like, give me the drink. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I think at this point, Dave is being distracted by the cats. Yeah, so. I do like cats. And there's a kitten. The cats are being adorable. Yeah. They're always, the kittens are always adorable, even when they're clawing your face off. It's a very, uh, like, mid range kind of nose. Mm hmm. You know, it's not it's not sharp. It's not super mellow. It's not like mellow. Wow, it tastes its age though. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's a little sharp. Yeah, a little yeah sharp. that is not very smooth. But you know, this 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 is of course the the neat tasting. We, we've uh, begun to add water to Dave's already. I was going to <laughs> talk about the taste a little bit more, other than being oh god sharp. But uh, oh god sharp. It is. It is sharp. I mean, the, the last, uh, the last uh, scotch I bought for my cell phone up being quite a bit on the sharp end of things um, as well. So I'm just. I, I think I might be a little more used to the sharp. Although that's not generally what I go for. Yeah, I think uh, taste-wise, it's a very light body. Yeah. Um, and for the taste, I'm, I'm certainly sticking with uh, a fleshy white fruit. I'm still kind of leaning towards. A pear, but I, I mean, I got I got nothing on no, it, here except the. Uh, it was pretty sharp. The burning it, alcohol. It wasn't particularly peaty on the palate. There's a little there. Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. I'd say there's a little bit more smoke than peat, really, but not, and there's not too much of either. Mm. It's it's so hard to tell because it's it's just so so sharp that it's not. <laughs> almost all of the taste felt. Felt lost in it, which is really sad because it smelled really good. Well, with a little bit yeah, of water, the, the sharpness is all in the on the in the finish part of it too. So it's hard to for me to mentally assess what I just tasted. 
because the finish is the sharp part. And the finish <laughs> comes quickly. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the, 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 the nose wet, it really loses a lot of a the, lot of the, the, the pungency of, you know, the, the potency, rather, of the, of the aroma. It's still there. This is, this is the kind of scotch I think you'd want to, like, uh, uh, make homemade candles out of. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really getting anything off of it. Uh, yeah, the no, the Noah's all, all I, it, it gets sim, it simplified down to the fruity note that I was getting the 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 white fruit. Yeah, there's not much, there's not much in the nose once you add the water. The nice peaty aroma goes yeah, away. The splash of water helps. Oh, but the taste is all peat. Yeah, it's oh. very peaty. Yeah. All all peat on that. The finish. The finish is peaty. I didn't think the palate, the, the uh, on on the uh, on the tongue itself was particularly peaty. What? Oh, I, I think it's all peat all the time. Peat all the way up to my nose. Mm -hmm. I let it linger a little bit on the tongue this time, and I'm getting where he's coming from. Yeah, it's it's not a strong peat flavor. It's it, peat is, peat's the predominant flavor. Yeah, but it's not like a really potent flavor like you get out of you know the peatiness of Lafroix. Mm. It, it's a softer peatiness, oh, but yeah, the, the sharpness the sharpness goes away with the water. Yeah, so, I mean, the very, water very the water clear. really made it um, far more palatable. The finish yeah, is not is. killing me. No, this is actually this this yeah this, this is pleasant. This this uh, really uh, I was, yeah it needs water or ice or something. I was really... I was very afraid after uh, after that dry drink. That's for sure. After the neat drink, maybe it's one of those. Uh, I don't know. I suppose it's formulated for like American tastes. Like, oh, we're going to put ice in this. No, I, I, I think it's simply that they wanted to get some bottles out from the distillery because they were new and they wanted to start making back sure. some of their investment. Sure. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, like I said, I, I, I can check in the book um, a little bit later, but I'm pretty sure the distillery was founded or opened in 2004. And in 2005 is when they uh, certainly bottled their, or uh, barreled their first selections. So... The fact that this is this is coming out, and I don't know if this was the first year they actually bottled anything. Uh, it's the first year I've seen anything from them. Yeah. Um, but the fact that they're calling it the summer 2010 release rather than giving it an age statement. Um, yeah. Is, is, I guess it's not very old. Yeah, and and for it being the youngest scotch I think we've ever had, assuming it was established in 2005. Okay. So that makes it no more than a five year. Yeah. Um, so with, with the possible exception of the Amruts, who also don't have an age statement, but because of where they come from, age faster anyway. Um, this is, these are very likely the youngest, uh, oh goodness. Yeah, the uh, cat was stepping on the laptop. I yeah, that, 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 that was a potentially bad plan. Uh, <laughs> this is only the youngest scotch we've had on the podcast, and are likely to have on the podcast. It's the youngest actual scotch for sure. Um, yeah, their eight years due in 2014, so... We'll have to keep an eye open for that next year. Yeah. For sure, for sure. This, uh, I think, would benefit from a little aging. Yeah, comparatively, I, this, this is weird to hear me say this because I, I haven't generally liked the the expressions out of Belle Blair, but this tastes like a peaty version of a Belle Blair to me. But that's, that's not... I've had the Belle Blair... But that's not necessarily a good good thing or a bad thing. It's just a comment that it, it's ringing a certain bell on my palate. But since we've not discussed the Bell Bear, uh, Bell Blair on the uh, podcast, 
that's going to be fairly meaningless to anybody who yeah. has personally had a bell break. <clears throat> so, and including the rest of the people on the... On the yeah, on the, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm in my own little world today, apparently. I'm just... It's allowed. Hey, cats, not at the table. Thanks. Yeah, I think... Uh, <laughs> I'd lock them up, but there's no real place to put them. I suppose I could put them in the room with a litter box. Right, then they would just scream bloody yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And bang on the door. Oh, well, maybe we could and... pass it off as pub atmosphere or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just ignore the just ignore the kids playing, folks. <laughs> We're uh, something. I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll try to keep the kitty commentary to a minimum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's gonna happen a little bit. Hi, Trill. I hear you. Yes, my the little cat's one. name is Trill because of the sounds it makes. Yeah, and I was watching DS9 at the time when I got him, which did hurt. Oh yeah, her help on that score. So, if only it was a, a spotted cat and not a, not a tabby. Well, I, actually, because he's a tabby, I thought about naming him Spot after Data's cat. Right, but right. Yeah. I decided that'd be a little too on the nose. Yeah. Well, Kitty, I I know you want attention, but you <laughs> you do not get my scotch. Well, maybe, that, maybe just a smell. That, that, that's the way to get his attention. And the cat's like, I don't know about that. And I'm rethinking uh, it. Nope, still, nope. still no good. Yep. Cats on scotch would be an interesting problem. Oh, oh that's Vidcast. Vidcast. <laughs> Vidcast. We can do it to somebody else's cats because Start. we don't know the cat's going to metabolize alcohol, so let's not go there. Yeah. Start. Uh, we have smartphones. Start a YouTube channel of drunken cats. Oh. Uh, you don't want to go back there either, Trill. I, I unfortunately managed to, to break a, a pane of glass in, in yeah. the corner earlier, and so I probably don't. Yeah, he, he's at that age where he has to explore every mm-hmm. tiny thing, you know. Yeah. So I, 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 I think this is the Extreme Kitty League tonight. <laughs> I, just, I don't know what's going on here. This, this is the first podcast we recorded since I got the kitten, and he's the one who's really causing the shenanigans. My, my elder kitty, who I've had for, for some time now, is sitting quietly in the corner. Uh, You're very polite cat. Yes. He's, but you don't put baby in the corner. No. But I do Not put even the baby cat. But I do put Xerxes in the corner because he likes it there. But uh, Dave's busy holding the cat, so it's going to be interesting to try to get him to do the tasting notes here. <clears throat> Let's see here. Uh, there, are, there are some some notes on the bottle. There are some notes on the bottle. Yes, excellent. It's just notes. There's no story. <laughs> well, he yes. like he likes his stories. So. Oh sure, yeah. Yes, yes. You know, grandma's got to have her stories. Yeah, yeah. Some some Highland wanderer found. Well, that was was that last episode that we had the the crazy story. One of the uh, last two. Last month, very likely, we we we've had some very interesting stories on on the bottles, yeah, on the boxes. So, Kipchoman Distillery was founded in two thousand five and is the first distillery to be built on Ile for over a hundred and twenty years. It is a farm distillery and a proportion of the what? No, a proportion of the barley used in production is grown. And malted at the distillery. I don't know why it doesn't just say portion instead of proportion. Weird. Crazy foreigners. Kilshoman is one of the smallest distilleries in Scotland, producing 90 to 100,000 liters, liters of alcohol per year. Kilshoman spent... Kilshoman spirits... God, these tiny fonts are 
ridiculous. Kilchuman's spirits is filled into a combination of fresh bourbon barrels from Buffalo Trace Distillery, Kentucky, mm. USA, and French Oloroso Sherry Butts direct from Spain. This is the fourth release from Kilchuman and has been aged for three years really? in oh, wow. fresh bourbon barrels. So baby. It is, indeed. Yeah. Color. Kalur. Pale <laughs> straw. Nose. Strong peaty aromas in a complex blend of pear drops, citrus, and hints of mango. Actually, I can sort of see that. Yeah, I can too. An initial sweetness is followed by peat smoke and the mixed fruits. The finish is long, clean, and refreshing, leaving hints of peat smoke and cloves. Yeah, I think we're off our game by quite a bit. I mean, obviously you got the pear, but... Yeah. Um... Well, it have, does have an insanely long finish. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and having sat there, I'm definitely getting the clove that you're talking about there. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's now, that, now that I can... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I, no. I wouldn't have thought about it being there, but the minute they say it, yep, that's certainly there. So, with that in mind, I would say the tasting notes that are listed are actually pretty solid. Yeah, no, it's just we were, we were off our game, that's for sure. But, you know, it's a three-year, and we've never... You know, had anything that young, and so that, that, that was well, kind of yeah. Usually, we get two full two full rounds of tasting and 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 smelling and nosing, whereas this one I really feel like because of the sharpness of the of the of it needs that it was we almost kind of got robbed out of one one of our opportunities to taste the the stuff in it. I mean, yeah, I mean it's decent. You know, don't get me wrong, but. Uh, it was. It's not worth drinking dry. That's for sure. Yeah, this is. Yeah, it, need, it needs mellowing. Certainly, one that needs to be done wet. But uh, I was actually rather surprised. I mean, knowing that it's a three-year and not even a five, mm-hmm. with, with the water yeah. added, I was. I'm actually very pleasantly surprised. It's, yeah, no kidding. It's pretty tasty. Um, if, if you're in that sort of thing, that the fact that it's got the nice long finish means it's something that I can. This is this is going to turn into a reading scotch for me. Oh it's yeah. Be, I will. I will pour it. I will I will stick you know one ice cube in it. Let it sit for a while while I read. Take a sip. Read more. Sip. Read. Sip. Read. And it'll you know last me yeah. a half hour, forty five minutes, easy. Yeah, the flavor will just be in your mouth like continuously. Oh yeah. What she said. Boots. Anyway, uh, we should get on to the scoring. Uh, and so to tell. I'm just not going to steal this from you because even though you've been stealing it all, all my all my shticks tonight. What would you like to go over? No, no, no. I'm, I'm letting no, you. No. I'm letting you do no, this no. even though you've been stealing my stealing my. Shticks. No, I think this would be the trade-off show. You go over the scale, Dave. You you inform Kelvin how we're No, no. I, I totally forgot my response shtick was going to be that I should. I was going to be like, so what? You want to read the box now too? And no, we've proven I'm no good at that. Yeah. There've been a couple of shows where Dave's unfortunately, you know, been. Uh, Unable to attend, or why well, recorded? Where you know he yeah. was at. Uh, yeah, somebody wouldn't fly me to Vegas. By the way, oh, wouldn't some, fly me to Vegas. Skin flint. Somebody's not in the world of Warcraft Guild, and therefore didn't deserve to be in. There. <laughs> as soon as you start playing WoW with us, next time we'll talk. We're going to Salt Lake City next year. You're welcome to join us. Let's see. I've got. I do have a character. Yeah, get your shit together, man. Anyway, uh, we. 
to, for, for those listening for the first time and for Calvin, who's only listened to an episode or two, yeah. we, we uh, rate on a five-point scale. Yep. Five being the best thing you've ever had in your mouth. One being something... <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it was, well, I was what, what, what other response could you have to best uh, one, one being something uh, torturous, uh, worse than waterboarding, and three being an average. So, um, on this five-point scale, uh, decimals being allowed okay. uh, for, for nuance, because five points is just not very nuanced without them, um, we'll let Dave start things off. Hmm. This is an interesting one. I really did like it. Not sure if it's above average, though. Maybe a little bit. It's it's a thing. <laughs> He's getting back at me now, everybody. I can't, I can't <laughs> this this is Dave's revenge. He's gonna take the pacing and just screw it completely over. Oh, and, and so here's the other thing: is that tedious cuts out all the dead space. Oh, okay. So occasionally, I'll just talk like Shatner. With large pauses. And you realize that <laughs> I have to leave all of that in to poke fun at me, and therefore I don't have to edit that anyway, so... Huh. We're making this time your job easier. Yes. <laughs> That's a theory. I did post on the last episode that I did not bother to do that level of editing, and to, to see if anyone who listens to the show on a regular basis gave a crap. And I got no responses whatsoever from the few people who do listen to the show. So we, we, we love you, the people who do. Um, but uh, I didn't get any opinions one way or the other from anyone. So uh, please go back and listen to uh, episode, what would it be, 16? 16. And uh, let me know if having the, the pauses still being there was a big deal for you because it's... It, it is a lot of time for me to do the editing on an episode, so if I can just run it through the levelator and post it live, like what AON does, um, that'd be awesome. Because it basically takes me twice as long as the, as the length of the podcast to do the edit of the podcast. So, um, and this time i got to figure out how to edit out cats. Mm-hmm. Of course, that'll be half the episode by the time it's all said and done. Xerxes, there's no pane of glass on that anymore. You really don't want to be there. Anyway, so I think we're going to give the uh, Kilterman a 3.4, which is, I'm kind of surprised at how much I'm liking it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's more generous than I was expecting. It kind of grows on you. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just, I mean, even just like the flavor sitting in my mouth, I think. About yeah. And uh, it's it's not unpleasant at all, and I could totally see myself drinking this. How much does this bottle run? You know, I bought that one as part of the big 15% off yeah. sale in November at the liquor store that we're going to be talking about next month because it's going to be just in time for that sale. And, uh, yeah, I, I think, I, I'm guessing it's a 45 or $50 bottle. I mean, it's your standard price of a scotch. So, or at least for, for, for that end of the spectrum anyway, intro bottles. So, um I am going to be a little bit more generous because it, it's it's continued to, to grow on me as well as we're sitting here. I'm going to give it a 3.7. Wow. Um, I do think it's it, a nice long finish. The fact that once the water is added, it's it's fairly smooth, uh, but not too smooth. Um, it's got a good flavor profile as far as, as what I, I tend to go for. And 
Yeah, it's it's pretty tasty. I I, I like the uniqueness of it. It's a, it's a new distillery, so that's, yeah, that's yeah. fun. That shouldn't go into the scoring at all, but I, I'm afraid that because it is it's always such a new thing <laughs> that, it, that it, it is kind of coloring where I'm going with it. Is, is I, I want to give some props to, to the new entrant into the scotch market. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I like it a lot. Yeah, I... Um... I think I'm going to wind up being the uh, the meanie here. I'm going to get a Russian judge. Yeah, I'm going to get a two point eight. That's not that mean. No, and I, it's it it just it it uh, the flavor does sit in your mouth like forever. It's like sitting in my mouth so long that I'm concerned it's going to mess up my tasting of the next scotch. Sure, that's fair. Yeah, you know, and and that's why you have a full bottle of water in front of you. Yes, exactly, and. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm one of these people who kind of likes um, more multiple um, taste notes in something. And, and, you know, pretty much the two ones I get are sharp and peat. And it was hard for me to, like, I couldn't pick up on the subtleties of it. I, it I don't know. It's, I, it's not the most complex scotch. I would certainly agree yeah, there. Mm-hmm. It might, it, 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 it's a fairly simple profile. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, indeed. Well, we're uh, cleansing our palates, and Dave's getting the next pour set up. Let's do a little bit more talking to Kelvin here. So, um, mm-hmm. the Fringe shows. Let, let, let's talk about the Fringe shows. Since okay. I, I, I saw them. Um, what was your inspiration to start doing the, the, the solo shows? Um, a lot of the solo shows stuff basically happened uh, just as a simple matter of uh, logistics. I just I, I had a hard time finding people to collaborate with because they were all uh, on fringe shows of their own or whatever, and I just needed to, um, you know, I had I had my slot picked and time was running out, and I it's like well, I guess this is going to be a one man thing, and I've grown to kind of like it because it is. A lot simpler to do a one-man show uh, than to do a multiple-person show because, you know, you don't have to try and get the schedules worked out and stuff. I mean, it's, you know, it, it wasn't a, a big creative decision. It was mostly just practicality. Uh, and, uh, I don't know, in my experience, some of the uh, more creative stuff happens just from... Kitties are not happy with each other. Cat, uh, they're playing. Yeah, the cats are, are, are being a distraction because they know we're trying to do something else. Hey, hey guys. Oh, that's adorable. Oh, Fang, are you getting the crap beat out of you? <laughs> Poor Fang. But yeah, you know, usually if there's like a boundary around what I'm doing, I'm I'm a little happier and I know what I'm doing. If it's like if someone just comes and comes up to me and says, "Do whatever you want," I suddenly have no idea what to do. You know, I just like there's, I can you narrow it down a little for me and just be being in the position of like not having any time left to get other people into a piece I was uh, trying to write just you know focused me. Now, with that being said, the, yeah. the, the first show you did, Death Perception, you, you, did you originally have it intended to be a multi-person show and then had to pare it down? Yeah. I, uh, I was, uh, my original thought was a, uh, 
I was going to do something about like the four horsemen of the apocalypse, like just hanging out and getting on each other's nerves and stuff. Nice. And you know, like bitching about it. And as I was kind of running it through my head, I decided I liked the death character the most. He was like sort of the one who was like put upon by the, like the other three horsemen would kind of gang up on him and stuff. Sure. So I kind of went with death, and then I was going to do like a two-person thing with death. And a woman who had just died, and the idea was, uh, you know, to be vague about it, like to like have it not be clear right away that the woman is dead and the other guy is dead, and uh, have that just sort of come out. And Death had a really different personality at that point in the process. He was much more um, like cool, sarcastic, I guess. Sure. And then, and then I, uh, the woman I was looking at to, to be in the piece, uh, kind of backed out and it was like, Ooh, okay. And so I, I had to, I just kind of did it as death, just sort of ranting about how his quote life unquote sucks. <laughs> it turned into a very uh, yeah, yeah. show. I, I yeah. enjoyed it immensely. And then I've made a point the last couple of years to see your solo. Yeah. yeah thank you. That first thank one, you. Yeah. So. Um, someone was drawing on the uh, someone's drawing on the internet. I found uh, the title to be enticing and yeah. well, um, and, and the show was good. And again, you did kind of a whole uh, one character talking and, and engaging in conversations, but only hearing the like a phone conversation you only hear yeah. inside. Um, and I thought that worked really really well. Yeah, I I, uh, I, I would compare it to like uh, Bob Newhart's old bits where he's on the phone. He said like an old Bob Newhart stand up thing where he. He does this shtick where he's like we're talking to someone on the phone, and that and that's kind of like how I would describe it. I, I get compared to Bob Newhart all the time. Okay, uh, you're taller. I'm taller. Uh, but yeah, he's no, a it's short man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, you know, just the you know, like like you can just pick out from like the one person's dialogue what the other person must be saying. Right, right. And, uh, you know, I just kind of found myself enjoying that, writing that kind of a thing. And as someone who was writing a blog at, at the time that, that occasionally would go into rants similar to what <laughs> your character was doing, um, I, I, could, I could relate. Yeah. Uh, so what was the inspiration for, for this year's show where you kind of uh, were, were doing different characters? But you're still doing a solo piece. Yeah. You, you had characters this time. Yeah. I... Uh... Basically, because I wanted to do, I, I wanted to do more than one character just to sort of show people I can do more than one character, uh, if nothing else. Um, and I, honestly, a lot of it, uh, the the real inspiration for it. This is good. This is going to sound really weird and. I'm going to try and be a little vague about it because I don't want to totally spoilerize uh, what the show is because I probably want to do it again. I'd love to see your email. Yeah, yeah. If, 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 if I knew it enough that I would uh, that I would want to cool. see it again. Cool. So I, I will But that. a lot of it just came from uh, the song at the end. Okay. Uh, I was listening to like an 80s compilation CD at home. And I don't know. I was thinking about for some reason I was thinking about like nuclear war or something. You know, like horrible 
stuff. And and this song came on, and I just started laughing because it's such a ridiculous thing to hear. Um, if it's like the end of the world or something, right? And I just kind of worked backwards from that okay. kind of. I, I I would say the thing that impressed me the most is is it started off um, you know, it, the the way he he clued in the audience as to the fact that he was doing different characters was a change of glasses. Yeah, and. By the the last half of the of the performance, when he changed the glasses, I saw a different person. I hmm. you actually what one of your characters in particular, your 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 uh, southern senator, the southern senator. Um, yeah. The way you 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 changed how you stood or something because yeah. even the light seemed to hit you differently, and you, it looked like you like gained forty pounds and were a completely different person. Wow. You switched back to your scientist, and then I saw the skinny geek. Cool. And and so I I don't know if that was just my brain saying this is what I expect to go with that voice in the character, or if it was just you, you did something to change how you were standing. And that's it, it was amazing to me. That's really so, cool to hear because I yeah, I, I did want them to be very different. I, I saw very different people characters. and I and I was sort of you know, trying to come up with different body language for them, you know, the It worked for me. The the, the Southern Senator being, you know, kind of slow and pompous and the the scientist being all energetic and and geeky and and the uh, press secretary just being sort of overworked <laughs> and and desperate. But no, I, I I certainly enjoyed it, and I do hope a remount happens. And if it does, we will certainly post on the website. Cool for us. I'm that, glad to hear that. For for those few listeners who visit our website, <laughs> we, every it's, it's every bit helps. We really love you to spread the word, dear listeners, because uh, we, we we would like to to get more people and and those few of you who are listening on iTunes, if you make it into Minnesota, we'll try to let you know yeah. when you should come to to, to see Cohen's performance. Yes, yeah. Minnesota's a good place to visit. You should come. Good place to drink too. Yeah, <laughs> this this is Dave saying he's anxious to move on. To the next thing. I'm, I'm not smelling it or anything. No, no, not at all. It's just up by his face. I, I, I wouldn't. I, I, I'm, you know. You, you, you wouldn't. You wouldn't be trying to pace the show at all, would you? Dave? <laughs> no, no, no. That's Cedius's job this episode. <laughs> Pacing. Ooh. Very caramely. Yes, much. Yeah. I'm getting a very I, it's specifically. I'm getting a caramel apple smell. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, I'm trying to decide if there's peanuts on the outside. Maybe. There, 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 there's, a, there's a toasted smell in there, too. Salted nuts. Yeah. The, 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 yeah, the, salt, yeah. This, this, this is a caramel apple with, with, the, with the salted roasted peanuts on the outside. That, that, that's, that's the nose in, the nut, in a nutshell for me. It's, yeah, like one of those, uh, not, not a Pearson salted nut roll, but if you ever, like, like a homemade nut roll. I don't know if your grandmother made those or something, but you know, like a, it's kind of like a huge loaf of like nuts and caramel and whatever. I don't. <laughs> I got one of the state fair. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely a saltiness to it as well. Yeah, and this definitely has a. I've tasted it by now. Of course I, you have. Of course I have, because that's what I do. <laughs> um, I can definitely feel the taste the apple. And uh, and the salt, for sure. Not getting a whole lot of oats with it, deep. I'm trying to make sure the cat doesn't unplug the show. Oh, yeah. Come here, cat. 
Kitty, no cons, tech problems. Yeah, you're a cat, not a gremlin. I, I, I think there might be a little bit of gremlin in him somewhere. I'm trying to decide what I want to say about the tasting here, because it's... I think it kind of hit the nail on the head. Not yeah, apple. Green. Like, a, like a green apple. Mm-hmm. Which would be weird to have the caramel on, but I'm not <clears throat> I'm not getting the caramel in the in the taste much. There's this Yeah. There's definitely the apple. There's a little bit of a sweetness there, but I don't know that I'd really call it a caramel. I think it might just be the sweetness of the fruit. The finish starts a little sharp. Yeah. Not really having any additional notes on the on the long finish. No, it's it's not me. a it's not a long finish. No, it's, it's uh, Short. I, I, I just, I just don't have any further comment on it. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty, pretty it. So again, to to remind everyone, it's the Glengarry Twelve Year. Yes, yes, that one. It's very. Um, buzzy feeling. Buzzy. On the on the on the tongue, for me. Yeah. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. Yeah, like it. Uh, <laughs> that's such a technical term to use. Buzzy. Buzzy. But, and I, I didn't mean that to be interpreted as a, you know, it makes you drunk. Because, duh. It's, it's. <laughs> no, I, I. I came over drinking, but. But, yeah. you know, it's, it, yeah, it just, it, 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 it had kind of like a mm. tough buzz effect. Yeah, there's the, the, it, a good oh, tingle. A little tingle, yeah. Tingle, yeah. yes. And Tingles a pleasant, a pleasant, uh... Kitten, seriously. I knew there, I knew there was a better word than buzzy and tingle. So, how is it wet, Dave? Oh, the, the nose is very nice. It's a little salty. A little salty, but a lot of, a lot of that apple really, really comes out. Mm-hmm. Caramel gets suppressed. Yeah. There we go. I've got the cat. Or the cat's got me. Yeah. The cat is enjoying Dave's foot. Oh, now the caramel's back. Yeah. Yeah. Salt really comes out in the. uh, Oh, the finish now. Even in the body, I got a little Mm -hmm. bit more salt. Yeah, this is an East Highland, which means it's more likely to be uh, coastal or yeah. close to coastal. So the the, the saltiness is going to get picked up as, as compared to like a, a Middle Highland. Yeah, yeah. The apple is definitely still there. Yeah. Finish seems to linger a little longer. It's still not a particularly long finish. That salt is really kind of kind of strong on the finish, though. Mm, see, I, I don't find it nearly as overpowering as as say the space side that we had with uh, the AON folks. That that had a lot more salt on their show or ours? no ours when when uh, when the, the the bottle salts are broke. I don't remember that bottle at all. Of course, that was like more than a day ago. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
the uh, the craziest finish I ever experienced was uh, just Isle of Jura. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was um, I think it was called the Cigar Malt. Familiar with Jura's cigar malt? We've, we've had a superstition in the yeah. the club that we were doing, well, but we've not had it on the show. But it had it had this crazy ass finish. I mean, you like you drink it and you you'd count like to three, and then suddenly this other note just bam appeared in your tongue. Oh, like like really strong and and it, it was like this weird time delay finish. It was the oddest thing. I like the sound of this. Yeah. It was really, like, fascinating. I just no, kept I drinking it just to experience that. No part of it. You know, just I'll find your look for cigar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, that was, like, probably the most exotic and unusual scotch I've had. Well, except for maybe the peat monster. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, the peat monster. I've been wanting to give that one a try. That's a blend, isn't it, Dave? Yeah. 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 Blends have their place. And where is that place, Dave? <laughs> My belly. It really depends on the blend. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, drain. We, 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 we've uh, mentioned before Dave's aversion to most blends. Sure, and sure. So, but we, we, we do intend to keep this a primarily single malt podcast, yeah, yeah. but there, there there will be an episode or two where I will force blends upon Dave, and he will talk about just why we make this a single malt podcast. Well, I mean, it's, there's a Johnny Walker Blue in there somewhere. You cough up some coin, and I'll make yeah. Johnny Walker Blue appear. Hello, listeners. Just so you know, we are looking for some funds to get a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue. Eventually, I am planning on getting a, a PayPal donation button up on the website. I do actually have a bank account set up for it. Oh, you had one already. No, I'm a lazy ass and don't have it up yet. No, so. no Kickstarter for buy buy each other. Here's the unfortunateness about Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. You can't buy booze with it. Yeah, that's a that's a strict. Uh, Indiegogo, I think, was you. Which, which means we, we are either going to have to be creative in our podcasting supplies definition, or... Uh, or this could possibly be a, a podcast for next year's con, where instead of buying booze, you're buying our room. And, oh, yeah. And then we buy the booze with the money that we would have spent on the room. We'll, we'll, we'll work something out. Dear, dear, dear listeners, uh, help us out. <laughs> booze. So, uh... Yeah, no, long finish on this one for me. I'm, I'm, I still think the quick summary of this one for me is salted caramel apple. Yeah. Southern nuts. Salted uh, green apple caramel. Mm-hmm. It's like a, you know, like a granny Smith or something. Yeah. That's where I was going to be with it. So, scoring wise, we'll let. Uh, oh wait, oh, no, before the scoring, read to us, oh bearded one. Yeah. Oh yeah. So as uh, today, today being the October of the first. Today is the one year, the first birthday of my beard. My beard is now a year old. Oh, wow. Well, that's, uh, that's a bit of information that's really helpful for the radio show. We'll need to get a picture of you up on the website at some point. That, that is one year's growth. That is one year. That is a one-year beard. There, nice. Has there been any form of trimming whatsoever on it? He, he, he's got a well-past Grizzly Adams thing going on here. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Just, 
So you know, I, I, I brush it so you know. Oh yeah. Pieces do fall out, but uh, no, no, I haven't done any trimming whatsoever or uh, anything to, to any any effect of that. No, no, you, you you think having a beard like that he'd stand out, but he lives in uptown, so yeah, he blends in. Oh yeah, no, seriously, every time I'm in, every time I go outside, somebody says, "Nice beard." Oh, that's a great beard. Normally, I don't like beards, but yours, wow. Can I touch it? <laughs> and this is why Dave needs the beard. Moving on. Yeah. The ladies love the beard. It's awesome. Yeah, uptown is kind of beard central these days. I'm not even talking uptown. Yeah. Although I was on my bike a couple of weeks ago, and I yeah. was biking down Bryant. Some girl yelled, nice beard, cool. as she was <laughs> driving by. Uh-uh. The location chosen by John and Alexander Manson for their new malt whiskey distillery in 1797 was an obvious one. <laughs> Old Meldrum in the celebrated Valley of Gary was named the Granary of Aberdeenshire, famous for producing the finest golden barley in all of Scotland. I swear, every valley... Every glen is the finest barley in Scotland. In all of Scotland, excuse me, all of Scotland. Steeped in legacy and narrative, Glen Gary pronounced, oh, Geary, Geary, Glen Geary, in the ancient Doric dialect of Aberdeenshire, is evocative of the Scottish Highlands, culturally distinct, influenced by tradition. And over 200 years of history. Oh, here are the tasting notes. Awesome. Oh, and th there's a picture. There's a picture. It's not worth looking at. They're cows. Good thing, since it's a radio show, Dave. Tasting notes. Fresh heather, rich poached pears, and the sweetest of malted barley, creme brulee, sweet ripe fruits, and just a hint of oak. Give this Glengarry a long and memorable finish. Uh, Creme brulee, huh? Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I think we're. I think. I, we're I, I, okay, I can see. Okay, I can see like creme brulee and poached pear, uh, like being a way of saying caramel apple. Yeah, I, I suppose they're nearly the same thing, but I. Yeah, I, I think we can safely call this one cork dorkery. Yeah. 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 Holy shit. They, they are way going on the poetic route with the oh. box description there. But, yeah. you know, but again, that, that that's not to say that this wasn't a pleasant spirit. Oh. I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Dave, Dave's looking at it funny. So we'll start with Kelvin for the scoring. I think Dave can go last on this one. So what do you think, Kelvin? I, I, I enjoyed this one. I uh, I am going to say let's say four even really mm. he, he really liked it he really likes this one uh, I I enjoyed it but I have to say I kind of like the other one more so I mm. think I'm gonna give this one only about a three three uh, it wasn't it wasn't exciting actually you know what I take that back I'm gonna give it a three four not a three three. Um, just to, to, to put it on, on scale with other things uh, a little bit better. Um, but it was... It wasn't 
like I said, it wasn't exciting, exciting, but I certainly say that yeah. it's above average. To, to me, this this is superior to, like, you know, the base Glenlivet. Uh, and even for me, the uh, the base Glenfiddich. So I, I, I've got to make sure I distance it a little bit from those that I previously scored. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't think it was quite that exciting. This, this certainly is not going to supplant Colila on my shelf. So, and I... Uh, no. Dave's giving me the big eyeball yes to that one, so uh, let, let, let's, let's get Dave's opinion, and I'm going to venture that it's not even going to make a three for him, but we'll see. No, it's not. I, I debated on it because I did like it neat, but I think the, the, the measure of a good scotch is for me to like it both neat and, and wet, or at least not hate it wet, which I really did hate it wet. Hmm. It did did not like so I'm gonna I, but I liked it neat so I'm gonna give it a two a it's below average it's not much below average but I I never put water in it personally but I hated it I hated it wet so okay I'd give it a two a um and yeah that's my thing that was the last one right no for for this for this show yes that, that's no. two bottles David. yeah no. <laughs> I was I was more talking about the fact that I was the last one. To oh vote. yes, you're 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 the last to score this particular one. So uh, let's let's think about what question I am going to ask. I will see is doing that. I'm a, a word from our sponsor, who's not really our sponsor because they don't actually know we exist. But so I found this really great, uh, really great liquor store as I was uh, shopping the other day. It's called Liquor Boy. And it's on uh, it's in St. Louis Park off of Cedar uh, Cedar Lake Road, um, right uh, basically right off of 100 and Zenia Park Place, and uh, they have the greatest prices I've seen, and their selection is fantastic. Cool. It's not the best I've seen in Minnesota, but it's definitely right up there, mm. and. Uh, Great stuff, great selection, Neat. just amounts of everything that you could possibly want. Liquor Boy. Liquor Boy. Fantastic place. I definitely suggest you shop there. They, I, I, I like the name of the place. <laughs> oh, and... Yeah. Oh, Liquor Boy. <laughs> Bring me liquor. Yes. Coming, sir. Yeah, and <laughs> they, they, I think he had 12 cases of Glenlivet 12 above the of the rack lots of it and the selection again is fantastic the prices are super low and uh yeah I go there for my scotch all right well then uh that's given me some time to, to pick the question i uh this time i think i'm going to go with a question that can be interpreted however you choose to interpret the, the, the main crux of the matter. What is your superpower? Dave, what is your superpower? I find awesome parking spaces. Okay. Rockstar parking. That is my useless superpower. All right. My, my useless and inconvenient superpower is I'm the king of the awkward truth. I, I seem to forget that tact is a thing. Um... <laughs> And I will generally speak what's on my mind, and it'll often be what, in, in, in the grand scheme of things, will work out to being you know, something the person needed to hear to get over some bullshit or 
something to get them to move on from something that was that was affecting them. It's like it, it, it works out ending up being good for the people that are not me. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I tend to alienate myself a little bit with it, but uh, it, it, it seems to be helpful for other people. So I, I, I will call that my, my awkward superpower anyway. Kelvin, what do you, what do you think? What's, what's your superpower? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, probably some kind of... Uh, I don't know how to put this. Like a like a stealth thing? No, not quite, because it's not actually... Like a selective invisibility. <laughs> you, you hide in plain sight? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I think there's a lot of times where... I will just sidle up to some conversation and then say something that everyone kind of was like, well, oh, Kelvin's there. Where did that, where did he come from? Yeah, sure. Or, uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of like a selective thing cause I'll, I'll be an actor and then it's, it's shut off pretty hard. But you know, a lot of times in just day to day life, I'm just walking around and ninja at will. Yeah. Mm. Ninja at will. You know, I'm not. I'm not dressed in any particular distinct way. Well, see, see, that might be part of it, though. Is, yeah, is that that ninjas blend in everywhere? Yes. You actually dressed like a ninja. You would not blend in. No. To a lot of things. No, no. I suppose you really would. <laughs> so I'm Con, realizing. Maybe, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, there is one thing I'm realizing we forgot to do before we started, and that was to see if anybody had a brilliant idea for a toast. So I'm going to assume Dave is going to uh, smartphone his way there. Kelvin, do you have a toast for us, per chance? Do you have a toast in your head that you like to give? Jeez, I really don't. Um, uh, you can hold off. You, well, we'll be recording another episode with you. So Okay, yeah, I, I never really... Uh, yeah, you'll be back in two weeks. Yeah, I never really... Uh, I really did a lot of toasting, I guess. All right, well, we'll, we'll give you a couple of weeks to think about it, and then then, then we'll see. So, okay. So, today we'll do something smart, and uh, since since you brought up the point of you shouldn't clink with empty glasses, let's uh, let's get a little bit more of something out here, Dave. I'll, oh, I'll yeah. make a little bit more of the first one, I think. The the, the Kilcherman? Yeah. The rest. That know. sounds perfect for me. That's yeah. good. Mister, I thought I liked it better than the, one of you said you liked it better than the first one. I, I like the second one better than the first one. I, I, I like. The, well, he's he's certainly going to have this one and not the other. I one, so you know I we'll, we'll we'll let you have the other one since you oh, since you enjoyed okay. it. We we yeah. all this laborious bottle opening. We're we're, yeah. we're, glad we're just killing a little bit of time. That, that's all right. I'm good. Yeah. Thanks. Right. So uh, and I like it's a little bit wet, so I'm gonna. Oh, oh that, yeah, that's your bottle. I don't want to yeah. do that. That's, yeah, and this is the wet stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, this was planning. Yep. But that's what happens when I steal Dave's jobs or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. And the cats are Bastard. banging their jacket. There's, there's a reason cats are a meme, man. I'm just saying. They're the most distracting thing ever. Aren't you, Xerxes? He's like, I don't give a fuck. And Trill is finally passed out on the rug. Yeah. <laughs> He's finally uh, worked out his his uh, kitty issues. Yeah, whatever they were. Yeah. All right, let's see here. Um, we're going to do a... Wow, that's really ugly. I should totally learn. learn. 
Gaelic here at some point in time. We should but, totally learn to have this shit ready before we start the show. Well, yeah. I had it. I had it ready. I just hadn't decided on one. So, um, I think we. I can't remember if we did this one or not. But, oh, that's uh, brilliant. Yeah, it's a short one, so we'll just go with it. All right. May the Lord keep you in His hand and never close His fist too tight on you. Ah, uh, watch it. Watch it.